The gospel is not about right living. It's about right believing that produces right living. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I'm your host, Alicia Sharp of AliciaVSharp.com, and today we have Testimony Thursday. Joseph Prince is sharing a testimony today from a man in Ohio, and this man got saved and changed the way he thought totally, and as he completely changed the way he thought, his life transformed. Now, when he got saved, initially, his, his body was still sick. He had different things going on. But as he renewed his mind over time, things got better and better and better. And the promises of God came to pass in his life. It's not about what we do. It's about knowing what Christ has done for us. Instead of striving, we rest in the fact that Christ died for us. And because of that, we were made righteous right there on the cross. We don't have to attain righteousness because we simply can't. So I hope you enjoy this message today. I hope you enjoy this testimony. And here's Joseph. Pat, who lives in Ohio, wrote, wrote me this email. Amazing changes in my life have started ever since I fed on the truths you taught. I now have a joy and appreciation for life that I never had since my teen years. And I'm in my 50s. So it's a long time. I have a permeating peace that manifests in every area of my life, from parenting to my finances to my health. Isn't that beautiful? The gospel hits every area of your life. Initially, when I started listening to you, I did not believe what you taught regarding holiness, fullness of blessings and righteousness through faith in the finished work of Christ. When I got sick and bedridden, I continued to watch you as I was unable to do more. You supported your teachings with scriptures and evidence from the Old Testament. I began to realize that what you were teaching was true. I began to read the Gospels and episodes with an enlightened mind and could clearly see that you were presenting the Gospel. Once I embraced these truths, once I embraced these truths, it's not just, you know, listening, but believing it, embracing it. Once I embraced these truths, my physical condition began to change. I had been suffering from a spinal cord and disc injury for which there was no cure. Spine specialists refused to operate on me unless I came to the stage when part of my body became paralyzed, which is a usual course of events. I had been in a state of pain and was physically incapacitated for more than two years. Since feeding on your teachings, I have regained use of my body and most of the previously excruciating pain has subsided. Now I'm able to relax and be confident and trust in the willingness and availability of the power and grace of God to heal me. This came as a result of increased faith, the elimination of condemnation and understanding of the Holy Communion, and an increased awareness of God's love for me. See, the more you are aware of God's love for you, the healthier you become. I've also been freed from a 10-year habit of smoking cigarettes. You know, the, the amazing thing about all these testimonies is that uh, you know, people talk about holiness. And then the idea of holiness is something that is uh, pseudo-holiness produced by man's own efforts. Therefore, it must be maintained by man's efforts. All right? I believe in holiness. But the holiness that I believe in is a fruit. Amen. 
Because what's more important is right believing. The gospel is not about right living. It's about right believing that produces right living. Can I have a good amen? And, and, and when you preach on right believing, there are always those say, well, believing alone is not enough. Believing, you know, and, and they want you to go back to your efforts as if your contribution to holiness can add value to the finished work of Jesus Christ. No way, my friend. Okay, let me finish this. I've also been freed from a, this brother from Ohio. I've also been freed from a 10-year habit of smoking cigarettes. Now, no one can make someone stop smoking cigarettes. I used to only smoke at night just before going to bed in order to calm my nerves. I tried for years to break the habit but could not. People smoke before they sleep. Huh? Well, I always felt so guilty for having such a weakness. But once I realized that God did not hold my weakness against me, and He accepted me unconditionally, it would still bless me, I let go of all the worry and struggle over my habit, I began to experience peace and rest. Now listen, this is where the rubber meets the road. Some people say that, all right, if you're smoking, all right, God is far away. Okay? God, God doesn't want to acknowledge you and all that. Okay? So they always think of God being far away. Now we tell people that in spite of your, 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 your disposition, in spite of who you are, God loves you unconditionally. And God is reaching out to you. God is near because, not because of your works, but because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. All right? And, and there, are, there are other people who are not happy with this kind of preaching, so they come against that. But look at the result. As he began to relax, believe in God's love for him. Believe that Christ took all his sins. Okay? And while he was still smoking. Okay? Now, this is true repentance. True repentance is repentance towards God. The word repentance is from the Greek word metanoia, which means change your mind. And it's, it's actually changing your mind towards God that God is not against you, God is for you. God gave you His Son to die for your sins. How good is this God? Amen? And if you believe in what Christ has done for you at the cross, in that He took your place of sin, that you might take His place of righteousness before God, what Jesus deserved was all good things from God, but instead He took our place at the cross and He got all the bad things that you and I deserved so that you can take Jesus' place in righteousness and receive all that Jesus deserved. But remember, when it comes, it's all because of grace, not anything that you have done, amen? So here's where the rubber meets the road with the gospel. He says that even though he was still smoking, he knew that God, in other words, uh, he says, he's not holding my weakness against me. I will use a theological term, Romans chapter 4, God is not holding his sin against him. God is not imputing his sin against him. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute sin. What? Has God gone soft? Has God lowered his standards? No, God is still God. He's a thrice holy God. He's an awesome God. He does not bend his standards for anybody. But why is it that God does not impute sins to us? Because we don't sin. Use your sanctified reason for a while. If somebody does not sin, why should God impute sin to him? Is that reasonable? If somebody did not sin, why should God impute sin to him? It'd be unjust for God to impute sin to someone who has not sinned. But this verse means something in Romans 4. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute sin. It means something when the person is still sinning, all right? He's struggling. He's not purposely trying to sin. He's like struggling, but he falls into sin. God does not count that sin against him because God has counted all his sins in the body of Jesus Christ. Now, right believing. 
If he believes that, look at this. This guy believed that, all right, about his smoking problem, all right? He says, he let, I let go of all the worry and struggle over my habit. I began to experience peace and rest. A few months later, I was able to quit smoking. How many years was it, he said? Ten-year habit. It's as if the habit was effortlessly removed from my life. Did you hear that? Right believing produces right living. All right? The moment you tell people the opposite, no, God is counting your sins against you, you better stop that, and then God will accept you. All right? If he can stop, if the sinners can stop sinning, they won't be called sinners. We won't need Jesus. Okay? I'm not angry, you know. Passion. <laughs> All right? Don't, don't mistake my, my, my passion for fanaticism or anger. Okay? It's as if, I love this, my habit was effortlessly removed from my life, like it just dropped off me. I know that it was the Spirit of God working in me to perfect me and give me the power to no longer crave for cigarettes. Truly, my life has been transformed. The gospel is what this world is hungry for. I love it. Many of these testimonies at the end, it's all self, all right? Centered in the sense that uh, it's their life, their testimony, what happened to them. But at the end, they, they, they start looking, this is what the world needs. This is what the world is hungry for. And we are preaching so many sermons telling people, you know, we need to uh, 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 revive believers to have a heart for the world, a compassion for the lost. And here, when they have right believing and seeing what God has done for their lives, they want others to experience. Because freely you have received, freely you want to give. Amazing. The power of right believing. The gospel is what this world is hungry for and much in need of. I have been a believer for more than 25 years and have never heard it presented the way you teach it. Thank you for everything. Keep awakening the world. Keep awakening the world to the love and grace of God as well as the hope of salvation, blessing, and glory in Christ Jesus. My brother from Ohio. Pat from Ohio. To Jesus be all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. Amen. That was Joseph Prince, and you can find that clip on YouTube when you search for Joseph Prince, Testimony of Transformation. The testimony that was shared came from his book, The Power of Right Believing, which you can also find on his website, josephprince.org, along with a lot of other great resources that he has to help you grow in your faith. Well, that is all I have for you today. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, please take a minute to share it with friends and rate it. The more people who hear the gospel every day, the more people whose lives will be absolutely transformed. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Morning Moxie, and I will see you again tomorrow for Fun Friday. Have a great day. God bless.